I'm drinking for two. Whoa! Whoa, alright. Yeah, you're gonna have to crack for two today. Alright, <laughs> not a problem. Ah, I yes. I drinking for two. I drank plenty this weekend. Did you? Yeah, yeah I... Johnny with us. Party's always uh -huh. turned up. Nice. The volume's turned up when he's on. Nice. So, episode 99, Ronnie Shotgun with Norman wow. Jim. We are, uh, yeah, we're finally back. Yeah. We missed a week. And it's like, holy shit, man, we got so much to catch up on. No kidding. <laughs> you know? Um, episode 99. Wow. So, yeah, so good Easter. Yeah. Mine was quiet. It was yeah. We ordered out. You know, this is what yeah. it is. But you were down to shore. Yeah. It's nice, a little chilly, but still nice. What did you get out? Saturday, really early. We left uh, at like seven. Okay. So, good time. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, we just hang hung here. I'm still dealing with like right now. I got like what feels like a migraine headache. Really? Yeah, I haven't had wow. a haven't had the uh, fever uh, <laughs> since since Tuesday a week ago. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. So, I'm fucking hit with this shit bad. It was weird, you know, I went out to uh, happy hour, not happy hour, I'm sorry, uh, I went out to trivia night that Thursday night with uh, Tony, Colleen, Andrew, and Christina, mm -hmm. and uh, I was in the car, Andrew and Christina picked me up, and then Tony as well, so we're all four in the car, and uh, you know, good night, was feeling fine, uh, only had like three beers that night. Woke up the next morning, just, you know, hangover, like they just wouldn't go away all day. Like feeling like shit. I'm like, God damn, I only drank three. What the fuck is wrong with me? Just wow. feeling off the whole day, right? Yeah. And um, so Sue got home. She's like, hey, you know, I've got to run over to Wawa. You want to go with me? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. She's like, in the car ride over there. She goes, boy, you sound like shit. I'm like, I feel like shit. I'm all dressed in my Phillies gear. Ben and Al were going out to the trap. I guess a bunch of people were going to go out to the trap. It's Philly's home opener. They were all going to watch yeah. it. I was all dressed up in Philly's gear. And I was like, you know, I was getting ready to go to meet them. And then Sue's like, why don't you take a test? I'm like, all right, I'll take a test. That was the most, she goes, that's the most aggressive positive I've ever seen on one of these tests. Yeah. It was like within seconds, I went right to positive. And then, I don't know if it was mentally or what, I started going downhill quick. And uh, so I just like, I went upstairs to that front room and I isolated up there. I, you know, I had the door closed and uh, I stayed in there for a couple of days. Windows open, you know, she would bring me like bagel, water. I drank 20 of these on Saturday alone. 2,500 milliliter bottles of water on Saturday. And I couldn't get uh, my thirst quenched. Like I was so dry mouth and like wow. my lips were chapped. And uh, so, I, you know, I started out most of the day Saturday. I was like 9,900, 9,900. Saturday night into Sunday, Saturday night, I don't know, remember what around what time. I was like 103, 104. And I was fucking burning up. I couldn't get comfortable. I was just like, this is miserable. And it sounded, it felt like a jackhammer inside my head just trying to get out just the headache and it was like if you have like a uh, you know cold like a brain freeze yeah it was everywhere like a brain freeze everywhere in your head just like and I'm like oh my god I couldn't get comfortable you know and I'm just like this fucking sucks you know yeah and uh, 
So then my fever broke around 10, 10.30 mm-hmm. on that Sunday. And I'm like, all right, it's great. I'm going to be through it. I was like all happy. I fucking, you know, hit myself. I was like 98, 9, 99-ish, right? I was like, I feel 100%. Like all of a sudden. So I went out and cut the grass. I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> you know, like I'm through this shit. This is great. I can deal with this, right? Well, big, bad move. <laughs> Going out and cutting the grass. Because all of a sudden the aches and pains took over. Oh, and then I was laid up the rest of that day, watching the masters in bed. And then got up the next day, I had to go to work. I was covered for Hartford Providence. It turns out that guy was supposed to be on vacation. He got COVID up in Hartford. And so it was like, he's dealing with the same shit I was dealing with. So, yeah. So it was kind of fucking brutal, man. Let me crack one then. Now not to crack it on your... Yeah, so I watched more TV in that yeah. Saturday into Sunday. I watched the Masters. I was watching the Phils. Watch. Yeah, the Masters. The Phils. Yeah, so... That was know, a fun opener. They haven't done shit since. I watched The Sopranos nonstop. <sighs> yeah. Better Call Saul. Did Better Call Saul. I was starting to watch that on the treadmill. So the <clears> last time I worked out was that Thursday. I haven't worked out in 11 days. Wow. And, you know, I work out five, six days <laughs> yeah. a week. Yeah. So... And then I lost seven pounds. Well, so it was like... Geez, you really were sick, man. Uh, I, yeah. And I had a yeah, headache. When, when I got that text from you, you're like, dude, podcast ain't happening. Like, he must really be sick. <laughs> I know. Because you'd, you'd always be like, yeah, I'll come over with the water. I, you know, I'll, I'll make it work. But when I got that, I'm like, jeez, he must really be sick. Yeah, it was fucking brutal, man. I, got, I guess I got a huge viral load. I don't fucking know. Hmm. Um, and the good thing is, Sue never tested positive. She was actually sick Saturday, um, <coughs> but she never, she never tested positive. She, I think, has a sinus infection. Wow. You know, yeah. but she's tested five fucking times, all negative. Me, now I've tested three times and I've been positive all three times, mm-hmm. and each as quick as can be. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just want to get through it, and it makes me really depressed. You know, I just want to be through this shit, That's you know? a long time to have this. I know, man. Wow. And I'm, like, seriously depressed. And, you know, it's like I've been doing nothing but when I go into work, I go into this room, and then I go upstairs into that room. You know, even though I'm allegedly not contagious anymore, according to the CDC, whatever, but I've still isolated myself nonstop. I just go into my room, my office, do my thing, and then I go up into that front bedroom where I got the TV set over to watch anything in there. But I've been keeping the windows open in there just to keep the mm-hmm. air going. And, uh, oh, man. But yeah. Fucking brutal. And of wow. Course. Okay. But, um, so that's it. Dealing with, uh, dealing with the COVID. But the golf trip. So I was supposed to go on a golf trip. Oh, ironically, yeah, yeah. leave that Thursday morning. Well, Sue was dealing with some shit with her family. Mm-hmm. And she asked me nicely, hey, can you not go? So I was like miserable. You know, like, because... Plus you did six. Well, why chance it? You got could have got those guys sick. I would have. Yeah. You think about it. I was supposed to leave that Thursday morning. Yeah. She asked me on Tuesday, with all that she's got going on with her family. She's yeah. like, "Can you not go?" And I was like, "So then on that Wednesday, I sent Scotty a text. I'm like, not gonna go." And then, uh, ironically, Friday I get. I would have been down there when I mm-hmm. got sick, and then I wouldn't have been able to get home on my flight. You're COVID positive. The wrong thing is, you know, yeah. get on a flight home. And stuck somewhere that oh God. I know, right? And it's kind of ironic, right, how it all worked out. But, you know, I was, like, angry of not going. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to going, and yeah. um, I had been practicing, and I was I was all set to go on this golf trip, and then, so that really burned me, and you know, it would have been fun hanging out with the guys, but then, turns out, I would have fucking, sick, yeah. and would have fucking dosed them, probably. probably oh, uh, okay. So there's that, and uh, so before that, that Tuesday, um, we played that team that we talked about on here about the mask, Bocce. Okay. Right? So they had finished in first place last year. Now, meanwhile, we were in first place because we were 2-1 and one at the time. Mm-hmm. We were doing really good. So we go to play that team, and it's, I just hate this guy. He looks like fucking Fred Flintstone. Huh. I asked before the game, I was like, am I allowed to throw overhand because I don't fucking put one upside this guy's head? And they're like, you know, whatever. Just to... So we play them the first game, and fucking Fred Flintstone's down my end, right? And um, they're up, I don't know, I want to say four to two on us. And I was down the end with Joe, and Joe gets a couple in there, good. And I'm, I go last. And um, so we got two points in, so it's going to be basically a tie game four to four. So I try and curve one around this dude's ball and, you know, take it in there, take the lead five four. So I was a little aggressive. I hit his ball up, and it goes in. So they get the point, five two on us. And the guy's like, whoo, he's like, in my fit, like, and going, hey, thanks for the point, buddy, thanks for the point. And I'm like, you motherfucker, right? I'm like, it's taking everything, Jimmy, for me to not hit this guy, right? And I'm like, this is really happening? So then Shelly and Tony score like point, two points, whatever, down this end. It comes back down to us, fucking four nothing. We beat him four, we get a four nothing, which is like a big deal if you four... Four zero somebody, I'm like they're like you want to ri- if you get a four nothing on somebody you ring the bell, right? I'm Can like, you ring the bell? Now? I'm not. Ah, fucking ring the bell. I'm just gonna keep putting it on this motherfucker, right? So we end up beating them eleven five. They don't score another point. The next game we beat them eleven nothing again. So two straight weeks we had shutouts and we beat the best team who was the best team in the league eleven nice. nothing. Right. Now I didn't go to go, get to go last week, but apparently they won again. So we're in first place by a game plus now. Nice. Yeah, so Bachi, we're off to a good start. Wow. That being said, I like to give a shout out to people, you know that, Joe and Shelly, their daughter, mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, she plays volleyball, right? So she plays indoor volleyball. Their team made it in the NCAA tournament this past year. Wow, Did really good. Ball? Stevenson University, down there in Baltimore area. That sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah. So then she does beach volleyball okay. in the spring. They just won the national champ D three wow. national championship. Congratulations. Yeah. So good on them. Good very on them. Uh, very good. I mean, we know all these people doing great things. It's yeah, like kids, and they're yeah, all yeah, they got their their kids yeah. are doing great. So friends of the show and their kids doing very good. Very good. Man. Congratulations. So here we go, man. Episode ninety nine, the greatest of our ninety nine. Okay, well I've got to go with the guy, probably, in my opinion, the greatest ninety nine. The great one, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never mentioned hockey guy. <laughs> He's like the main hockey guy. He is the greatest to wear ninety nine hockey. It's, it's like no one else in hockey. Out of, I think, wears ninety nine. Oh no. No, out of the, out of the. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. They kind of yeah, honor him. Right. So, which I think is good. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a great one that played here in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, died in a Corvette accident. Jerome Brown. Oh, yeah, Jerome was awesome. Wasn't it? Did his uh, nephew his too? His nephew were in some car, yeah. Yeah, he's he's great one here. Yeah, I think awesome. he would have left before Reggie had he stayed here. Because he was very outspoken on uh-huh. 
uh, Leonard Toes at the time. And he wasn't getting along with Code Tight. He hated Code Nick. Yeah. I mean, he got no fight with him. Yeah. But he was fucking amazing. He, was, Brown. he was freaking great. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with a guy uh, from the U who honored him yeah. by wearing 99 for a season. Cortez Kennedy wore 99. This One season. season. One season, yeah. For Seattle. He did that. Yes. That's great. That's yeah. Cool. That's awesome. The only year he wore it. Yeah. Uh, how about the wild thing? Mitch Williams. Mitch Williams. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 how I'm many years with, did he play in Philly? Just one or two? Or? He played two or three, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. And he didn't start off 99. He started off some other number. He then did. he switched to 99 probably because of the movie. Right. Well, he came from the Cubs, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say he was that like fucking, 24. He, he had that, that hair. Yeah, yeah. Could never mess. stay on the mound. He was a mess, that dude. My dad being a baseball coach all those years, he used to say, you know, when you throw the ball, you should be ready to field. Yes. You should, and he would always fall down the first baseline. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And he was never ready to, and he was just wild. He loved it. Go ahead. I'm going to mention another football guy, another you guy, Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp. He's a great one. Now, he was a jerk in college. Yeah. Uh, hell of a football player, great, man. Great ball player. Now, he wore 99 because of Jerome. Yes, when he got out of... He was 76 in, in college. He was 99 in the pros. Right. Tampa, yeah. Tampa and then the Raiders. Did, oh, everybody ends up on the Raiders. He played for the Raiders for like six years. Did he really? Yeah. That long? Yeah. I didn't know that, jeez. Yeah. He was not that great. I mean... No. But... It's like a retirement community, that and the Eagles. Yeah, he was there at the same time as Randy Moss for that one year. Oh, oh God. Yeah, all right. Uh, how about there's two guys in the pros right now, but I'll, I'll name one that just won a Super Bowl Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yeah. and the other one from the Ohio State University, Chase Young. Chase Young, very good. He's a beast, he's good, man. He, he was hurt this year, right? He was, yeah. Tore his he was something else, tore his ACL, I think. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about JJ Watt? JJ <laughs> Watt, how about how about the original <coughs> sack exchange, Mark Gastineau? Mark Gastineau, yeah. Got that hot dog. Does he? Yeah. Who do you have the daughter with? Not Bridget Nielsen, right? No. Uh, Is he married to Bridget Nielsen or just dated her? I think he just dated her, yeah. Okay, he was a madman. Yeah, he was. He was great, though. I mean, he was a great player. Yeah. His speed. Had the speed. How about this in... uh, the the enemy team for Pitt Panthers. Hugh, oh, Hugh yep. Green. Attic, yeah, yeah, he was one of the greatest defensive the defensive uh, college players. Nearly won the Heisman. Yeah, as a defensive end, he was unbelievable. What years was he? Was he eighty or seventy six? Oh, he was around eighty. He was like seventy nine, eighty. Oh, so he was Marino. Yeah, he was right around that time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was. So he wasn't Dorset. No, I think he was in between those guys. Okay. Yeah, he was like I think he came in second. No, he didn't come. Did he come in second to George Rogers? Or did no, because did he come in second to Charles White? Maybe Charles White, because yes. George Rogers was uh, eighty, and Herschel, Herschel was eighty. So yeah, he was right around the end of the seventies, very beginning of the eighties. Right. Was All right, uh, sticking with I keep naming you guys from uh, college in the U, Winston Moss. Winston Moss, nice. Uh, how about this guy? Went to Penn State. Played for the Colts and the pros and went to Upper Murray in high school. Brad Scioli. Brad Scioli was 99? Yeah, for the Colts. Oh, for the Colts. Yeah, not Brad, at Penn Brad State. Brad Scioli uh, he was, he was, he was like number five, five. For Penn State. Yeah, I thought so. And he played like three different positions and was good at all of them. 
Yeah. Started off like a tight end. They moved him to defensive tackle, moved him to defensive end. And he was good at everything. Kept yeah. moving the guy around. Yeah, he played defensive end uh, for the Colts. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was from Upper Marion, dude. Oh, okay. He was number five in college. Yep, he yep. was very good. Yeah. I'll stick with a Penn Stater in college. Our big fat kicker, Joey Julius. <laughs> Remember him? Yeah, didn't he, he have was an eating disorder? He what? Yeah. Yes, he did. For real eating disorder. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my God! All right, here's a guy who uh, is as, a great as we're novelist. Talking, Haran is texting. Oh, is he? He's texting. Whatever. Yeah, we got to figure out. He uh, for 100, he wants to be there. Whatever <coughs> you Yeah, right. I got to get better first. Um, Tim Green played for the Falcons. Was okay. an announcer. Tim Green and a novelist. He's wrote over 32 novels. Oh, really? His very first book was a great one. It was all about the NFL and okay. the inner workings of the NFL and going out and playing Hurt and this and that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Tim Green. Okay. Um, Number 99 for the Falcons. For the Dolphins, uh, Jason Taylor. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Good ball player. Married uh, the one dude's sister. Mm-mm. Yeah. Whose sister? There was a linebacker. One of his teammates? Yeah. Uh-oh. It was the linebacker. Remember the white dude, short white dude from oh, Texas A&M yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, he married his sister. What was his name? Mill? Not Mills. That's him. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he married his sister. Yeah. Fuck, I oh, can wow. picture it, dude, because he looked like the guy. He was that, number 54. Yeah, he looked like the dude who used to play for the Eagles and her buddy that we used to see at uh, the place up on the boulevard. Oh, God. Remember? Uh, the, he was like 55 for the Eagles. Was, oh, John Rock, Rock, Rockenbach? Rickenbach? Was that Rockenbach? He went to East Strasburg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was short. He was a shorter. You and I used to... Zach uh, Mills, Zach something, Zach. Zach Taylor, Zach. Yeah, he married. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Zach Mills, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, Zach something or other. Wow, okay, I do remember. He was good. He was really good. Yeah, but that's who... He was like 54, you're right, right? He was 54. I'll go with, uh, from the 85 Bears, Dan Hampton. Dan Hampton. I had him written down here. Is he a Hall of Famer? I pretty he has to be Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas, who's good? Didn't he go to Texas A and M? Texas Tech, Texas A and M. I think he started out as like a strong safety, and made him into a linebacker. Texas Tech, good call, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his uh, he his sister is now uh, oh. Katina is her name. Yeah, she ended up marrying. Uh, okay. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. It was like remember that there was the guy, the lineman for the Giants, who ended up marrying. Uh, uh, who was the coach? Coughlin's daughter. Yeah. 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 Well, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback who left Penn State went to West Virginia. Jeff Hosteller married his college coach's daughter. Neil West Steve. Virginia or Penn State? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Why did he leave Penn State? Who was ahead of him? Uh, Todd Blackledge. Todd Blackledge. Okay. Better announcer. Um, Very good announcer. He is. Todd Blackledge is a great good announcer. Announcer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you you said Jason Taylor, yeah. Yep. Um, Taylor. How about George Mikan? George Mikan, that one's for uh, Smigs there. <laughs> Number ninety nine for the Minneapolis Lakers, and that's why they're Lakers because the Minneapolis there's thousands of lakes. Thousands of lakes. Have you uh, have you been tuning into that uh, that Lakers show on HBO? That yes, yes. Yeah. So I didn't watch last night. I was up to the episode where. Westhead takes over. Mm-hmm. Where are you up to? That, I, I watched the most recent one. Last night? Yeah, I so, fell asleep last night. It's amazing. They they make these guys out like Westhead is completely incompetent. Yeah. I remember him coaching LaSalle at the Big Five. He was yeah. a good coach there. Yeah. 
Uh, they make him out to be completely incompetent. I know. So then in this, they go on a road trip, and meanwhile, like, Bus is about to bring in uh, Elgin Baylor to bump him. And then, then he convinces, Westhead convinces uh, Pat Riley to stop being announced and being his assistant. I just Riley's saw that like last tough. night, like, yeah. He goes, you got to have some balls and tell these guys some shit. You got to, and like Westhead's like a nervous wreck. Yeah. And, you know, in this episode, Riley, like, they're rooming together, and he's like, we're going to jack him up. I'll beat your ass. You better tell this guy this. You better man up. And uh, and then they go play Boston in Boston, and they're all, like, nervous. Like, what the hell? And they go in a garden. It's a shithole. And, like, Cooper's like, holy shit, this place is scary. And people are like, fuck you, guys. They're He's like, probably, Cooper's one of the ones that's coming out of this looking okay. Well, he yeah, he was a young guy. Like, most of them are, like, Magic looks okay. Yeah, so yeah. Kareem is okay now. He, no, he was but, a weirdo anyway. Kareem was always a Yeah, dude. but they made him out like, like a total... Prima donna ass. And he is a prima donna. They made Norm Nixon look okay. And, well, Nixon, yeah, Nixon's like, you know, being a dick to magic. Right, but he's But okay Cooper's like him. looking as his buddy, and they yep. were buddies. Yeah, which I didn't uh, know Spencer that. Spencer Haywood, yeah, they were, they were, they were tight. Spencer Haywood, drugged out motherfucker. He was a drugged out motherfucker. Which he I didn't doing, know. That dude was doing fucking heroin. It was crazy. That motherfucker was crazy as shit. Well, the guy acting like him, the eyes oh, and that, everything. That's a dude from, uh, remember the Titans? Yes, it is. Yeah, something would. Um, and uh, Jerry Weiss, who looks like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. I mean, I don't think he is, but I mean, they. they well, they make, really. Oh my God. He can't be happy the way. Like a dick. Oh, I mean, totally. Bus is a womanizer, which is hilarious. Like, I got a hot 22 year old waiting for me. Let's wrap this <laughs> Let's up. Let's wrap this meeting he's up. He's freaking hilarious. <laughs> and then he's got, um, he brings different girls to work out contracts. Oh, and shit. yeah, yeah. No oh, shit. Yeah. Then, then, like, uh, in this episode, it was Christmas time, so they went back to Magic's house. His dad looks like I saw that. a cool dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's talking to Cream like him, man. He goes, he goes, what do you think? He goes, your boy needs straightening out. He goes, I agree. He goes, you But that was your... because they were going to Detroit to play. They were going and to Detroit so they... to play. Yep. So he goes, and, and uh, Magic's dad's like, why don't you use some of that karate shit and kick him in the head or something? He needs to be straightened out. <laughs> I did out. see that. So that right. was just the last episode. Yeah, so I must have so you been in and out last it. night. Yeah, so... But yeah, I have watched. I, I kind of like, like literally. It. That's how I've been with the TV in and out. Yeah. I fall asleep for two hours. I'm and up. Magic's hooking up with every girl. It's hilarious. Oh my god! And he obviously did that. I like the time where he's talking back home to everybody, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, they're feeding me a lot, and he's eating the girl. I'm like, oh my god. Well, in this episode, well, I don't want. Yeah, no. so, All right. Yeah. Back to the '99s. I got a couple uh, more. Okay. Who do you got? Last one I went with George Mikan. So okay. Zero. Okay. George Mikan. I will go with Manny Ramirez, War 99. Oh, did he? Yeah, Manny, Manny. went to the Dodgers, War 99. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of baseball ones I'm going to miss because there's some I good can't, ones. So who did we say? We said Mitch, we said Manny, right? Okay. Yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, LeVon Kirkland, linebacker to Steelers. Steelers, yeah. Um, I'll go with another baseball guy, and I'll leave the obvious one for you. But I'll go with a guy who's a reliever for the Mets, Turk Wendell. Turk Wendell. Remember that yeah, day? I remember Turk Wendell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about for uh, the Celtics? Celtics had three guys were at ninety nine. Yeah, by the way, did. yeah. But I'll go. I'll take Taco Fall, the Taco most recent seven foot six dude. <laughs> uh, Jay Crowder. Jay or, Crowder. Yeah, yeah. There's another dude who wore it? for like a, a half a season. I can't remember who the other one was, but yeah, it was somebody who wore it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, the only other, uh, the last one I have is Brett Kiesel, the uh, linebacker, also for the Steelers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's name. Aaron Judge for the Yankees. Oh, that's a good one. So, Jay, that one was for you. Uh, and then there's a guy who played for the Cowboys and the Giants, Steve Diossi. Diossi, that's it. A good ball yes. player. Yeah, I saw, ball I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I, I named too many Cowboys. Yeah. 
Well, he, I, I remember him not so much for the Cowboys. I remember him on the Giants. He was on the Giants first. Was he on the Giants? He was first? on the Giants I thought he first. He was on the Giants' second Super Bowl team, or was he on the Giants' first Super Bowl team? He was on the Giants before the uh, Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. When well, I looked, I right, remember he was solid. He was, you know, wasn't he was a solid <coughs> ball player. So, yeah. so believe it or not, it's been so long since we did this episode, even though we only missed one week. We did. We got to do a wrap up on talking about the NCAA championship game. Okay. Because it yeah. was the day after. Yeah. And we both had it wrong. We both had Carolina, but it was a toss up. We both yeah. had it going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I went to bed at like right about halftime, and Carolina was, you know, pulling ahead. They were and fifteen okay, points. They, they were up fifteen. Yeah, and then they uh, <laughs> Kansas stormed back and won that thing. So. And the kid got hurt again. Now he's coming back. Oh, that big kid? Yeah. Well, I like that kid, Baycott. Yeah, he, yeah he's coming back for a second. Yeah. I thought it was a great game, though, as a figure yeah. it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was back and forth. There was no... Yeah, I no. think at the end, right, um, Kansas had a deeper bench. Yeah. UNC did, did not have a deep team. They did not have a deep bench. And that surprised me. And, boy, Kansas, that's a, that's how they took out Villanova. It was just like they're so deep. And they, yeah. they went on that run and... UNC just did not have the answer. The kids that got hot the other night were not hot. Mm-hmm. Um, the bearded kid, whatever the hell, I can't think of his name. He, uh, what was that kid's name? Manic? Carolina? Yeah. He, oh, oh yeah. Kid looks he like came up small ball. again. Yeah, he was getting hot in the first <clears throat> half. But, then... but he came up small when they needed him. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and so did the kid love. He just, yeah. it was like they needed somebody to step up. And the only one that was working hard was that Baycott. Then he twists his ankle again. Oh, and I actually saw a video where the board moved. The, the board on the floor moved. Wow, really? Yeah. It was like they focused in on it, and you see the board go up. Ah, really? Yeah. So that's kind of how his leg yeah, then I mean, rolled. He, he started the game with, fur, you could notice he was still had some yeah. bad mobility. But, my God, it was a good game. Yeah. Good tournament, good yeah, game. It was a great so, tournament. But it has been that long that we didn't get a chance. Wow, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, so I got to watch uh, in bed the opening day for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, had we talked, I would have said the same thing I'm saying now. I, you know, it's like, first of all, they just lost three or four to the Marlins. They and cannot beat the Marlins. They no can't beat the Marlins. Marlins. I would not be too worried right now about this team. Oh, it's early. They're your first 15 games. Yeah, so, you know, um, what are they, four and five or something like that? Or five, four and six now, I guess. Four right? and six. I four and six, right. But going into yesterday, they were four and five. Well, in 1980 and in 2008, they were four and five. Oh, really? Yeah, so you got that going for you. Ha, okay. I don't think they're as good as those two teams. Um, going into those seasons, they were both zero and zero, so that's good. <laughs> but um, <coughs> I had, you know, he finally changed the lineup. I think it was Saturday night where they yeah. they won. But Schwarber was batting lead off. The, the guy's batting 100. And I was like, get him out of the top spot. Yeah. I mean, he was one for 11 or something. It was like, get him out, right? This is a tank. You want somebody fast? Right. And then they move Real Muto up, mm-hmm. and he gets like four hits, and then he sits him the next day. Yeah. The other kid's got no glove, which I told you, bomb. So they've been DHing him. Yeah, they, a couple of them don't have gloves. Hoskins doesn't have a glove at first base. He yeah. keeps making, he's not throwing the support at bomb. Bomb's throws are a little awful. Reese Hoskins is a liability at first. Yeah. He's hitting, though, this year at least. Okay, yeah. Um, but Bryce is off slow. You know he's going to hit close to 300, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Schwarber will pick it up. Um, Castellanos is already hitting close to 300. Good. It's like they'll get the hit. Hitting will all come together. Yeah. My problem is 
Again, they're losing three or four to the Marlins. I was hoping they'd pull it out. And, and they're just getting blown out. Like, yeah. the one game they won against the Mets, you know, they, they lost two or three to the Mets. The one game against the Mets, they were down 4 nothing. They couldn't hit shit. They, and Bohm walks the lead off, and they score a run. Next thing you know, 4-1. And then they just went. They scored five runs in that eighth inning. Boom, three outs. They win 5-4. They shouldn't have won that game. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, I don't think they're that good. Uh, but I'm not saying right now it's to worry or anything like that. It's yeah. so early in the season, yeah, and these bats are going to get hot. They, but the pitching's not looking the good. The pitching looks bad. The feeling looks bad, and they're giving up runs in <clears throat> bunches. Bunches. Like if you watch the game, it's yesterday, like a softball game. That guy couldn't get out of the third inning. Yeah, Wheeler though, and he yeah. and he kept them in. Yeah. Oh my God. Gir- like, Girardi doesn't look too good to me right now. Yeah. I mean, it seems like yesterday, how many times it was base loaded, no outs, constantly. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. And you're right, they cannot beat the Marlins. The Marlins could be in last place, they could be in first place, and they cannot yeah. win in Florida. Yep. So that's going to be a problem. Yep. And, uh, you know, the only team that we always play half decent against is the Braves. Mm-hmm. You know, the Nationals for some reason. I guess we do pretty good against the Nationals. Yeah. The Mets, we go 50-50, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not... Long season. Baseball is such a long season. It is. It's, it's hard to, like, judge it this early. You, you get excited, and then next thing you know, they lose four or five in a row. But, you know, like, when they won the two or three against Oakland, and, you know, you had... I listened to the radio in my office all day, and it's like, people got them going to the World Series and shit. And I'm like, did you watch the same games as me? Because yeah. they almost blew the first game. Yeah, they did. They were, like, 72. <clears throat> yep. And they the next thing it's seven to five, just like that. Yep. Like they're trying to lose this one, and it's the fielding, it's the pitching, yep. and two outs, you know, two or three runs score with two outs. Are you gotta be kidding me? Uh huh. And I'm like, you know, well, Oakland's not that bad. Yeah, um, they're not that. They got a, such a light pay, yeah. payroll, but yeah. <clears throat> um, and then they go up against the Mets, who I didn't think like the Mets lineup doesn't scare me. Yeah. But the Phillies their, just... Their pitching is good in that. The pitching is They've had great, great pitching for the last six, seven years, and what have yep. they done with it? They'll be all right. I mean, DeGrom's not even there yet, but yeah. Scherzer's a beast. Yep. You know, it's just like, it's it's tough. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a hard road. I, you know, yeah. we'll see. But again, I'm just like, it's early. Yeah. Uh, and then in Major League Baseball, so what was your take on... Uh, your boy, uh, the Dodgers manager, Davey oh, Roberts. Oh, Davey Roberts predicting Kershaw. Win it? No, pulling pull Kershaw in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy's per- got a perfect have, game. I, to me, I mean, I understand in the long run why he would do it. He's got a, he had injuries last year. But to me, a perfect game is something that comes around very rarely. I 20, put, what is there, 23? 23, 23 all, all time. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have told him, listen, I'm going to put you out there. You know, if you're looking good, I'm keeping you. If you start, you know, giving up, you know, I'll have a short... Or, or don't even say that. Just have a short leash on him. Right. You know, if he gives up a hit or two, pull him out. But let him try. Who the hell knows? You know, you could have a couple good plays or maybe he mows him down. Who the hell knows? I think it was just pitch count. He was just trying his to pitch save his count, And his pitch count was only in the 80s. No, he, he just hit 80 or Did whatever. He, he just hit 80. And the thing is, two or three years before, they did the same thing to... They did the same thing to somebody else. We pulled the guy, had a perfect game, yeah. and he had 88 pitches. Right. I forget who it was because they were showing it. It's like, yeah, you'd have to drag. I mean, you think about these old pitchers, like the, the good ones back in the day, Nolan Ryan. They wouldn't come out. He'd punch you in your face if you even step foot out of the yeah, dugout. You, gotta, you wouldn't talk to the Yeah, those guys like, fuck you. Oh, God, Imagine we're pulling such... Bob Gibson, he'd throw the ball at you. 
I forget who the guy was, the Nationals pitcher that year where they shut him down in the playoffs. Do you remember? To save his arm for future years. Strasburg. Strasburg, yeah. yeah. Davey, Davey Johnson used to do that to him. Like, All the time. They're, they're like, no, he's not pitching anymore this season. Not, you're in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like you're not pitching. And we're saving him now? for future he, years. He I don't even know where Strasburg is these days. But. Is he still pitching for them or no? He's trying to save. He him. might be still. So <laughs> who knows? But you know, he did pitch the year. So no, I, I didn't agree with that. I'd say go back out there. Let's see what you got. Right. You know, he may also have a burst of energy and fit finishes off because his adrenaline's pumping. And he was okay with it. Bullshit. No, he ain't okay with it. He's probably fucking going off. Like if he's awesome. okay with it, then he's not the competitor I think he is. And yeah. I wonder why he always comes up small in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you want to be out there. It's your perfect yeah, like game. Like you say, the old-timers old would be like, fuck you. No, nah, man. You ain't taking that ball from me. I just don't understand. It wasn't a no-hitter. It was a perfect game. Perfect game, exactly. Come on, man. Finish the oh, goddamn game. And it's only 80 pitches. It's not like he's at 110. You know, he had two more innings. He, you know, give him a chance. Let's see what he's got. If he gives up a hit or so, if you walk somebody, okay, then, all right, I've seen enough. You, you know, you're wearing down. Put him out there. Let's see what he's got. I know. Uh, I well, I'm a, I'm just disappointed because it's just where the it's just where all sports is going. It's all analytics. It's all driven by the stupid analytics, which is a pain in the butt. Where guys don't take pride in getting on base and hitting the ball. And I remember back in the day, no one wanted to strike out a hundred times in a season. Right. Like dudes would take the last game of the year off. Like shit, I'm at 99. Fuck that. I don't play. <laughs> Because <laughs> they didn't want to get to 100 strikeouts. Now they struck out 200 times. I don't give a shit. No, I mean, I remember It's what. all project. How far is a ball coming off your bat? How fast? Who gives a shit? Did it go over the fence or yeah. not? The guy, uh, Hank Aaron, should have been a golfer. His homers always just made it over the thing. Yeah. Homer's a homer. Homer's a homer. And then, you know, we, we talked about before, the St. Louis Cardinals playing that small. That's it. The Phillies don't really have those small ball guys this year. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's, it's a lot of big what, bats. That, that was, they were, well, they had AstroTurf, they had that big field, and they had fast guys, so play, you might as well play that way. Yeah. Yeah, with their top hitter had like nine homers or something crazy. like that. crazy. Yeah. stealing and all over the place. Tommy Herr. <laughs> Tommy Herr, who came to the field, yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And then that guy, so did you see the uh, guy for Cincinnati, that pitcher? What do you do? No. Third, uh, Hunter Green. I haven't ever heard of this guy. I know uh, Jeremy's big... Uh, Cincinnati fan, but guy threw 39 pitches, set a Major League Baseball record, 39 pitches over 100 miles an hour. Ooh. 39 pitches well, over 100 miles an hour. That's what everybody's all about velocity now. It is. And it's not always velocity. It's, you know, you know, like Greg Max. Put uh, he, it here, psh. put it there. You know, he, he put threw high right 80s. Where, yeah, yeah, I mean, he put it where he wanted to put yeah. it. Sandy Koufax threw his arm out because his first six years he was doing that shit. And all of a sudden somebody says, you know what, <clears> to throw so hard, it's, it's where you put it. And then he put it all together. Maddox is one of my favorite pitchers ever just because mm -hmm. he threw such a heavy ball. You couldn't make good contact on him. Mm -hmm. He just picked those corners, and the way the ball would just dive down. Yep. And, yep. and he uh, wasn't one of these guys throwing all this. It's, it's yeah. where you put the ball. Yep. And you got to move it around. Only got one ring, though. Yeah. As great as he was in all those pitchers. All those Atlanta guys, same thing. One all ring. One ring. All those divisions, one ring. Yeah, same with the Phillies, though. They only got that one ring. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so... <clears throat> That's it for my baseball topics okay. there. Uh, and then, believe it or not, it's been so long, we didn't talk about the Masters. Tiger came back. That, yeah, I mean, Tiger wasn't even in it, and he had a bigger crowd than the guy who won it. Right. So, it was cool. Tiger made the cut and then just faded. 
yeah. on the weekend, whatever. But it's still, I mean, Christ, they, they were talking about can he even make it through physically walking around. Right. So I think that's just a great thing that he, I think it's just great that he's It's good for golf that he's back. I still think he's an asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's just an asshole. And it's like, uh, you know, oh, it's amazing he came back from this crash. It's amazing they didn't kill somebody. You know what I mean? I mean, the dude was driving like a fucking yeah. nut and he was probably on drugs because he's oh, always... He almost definitely was on drugs. And yeah. fell asleep and fucking... Gunned it. There was no... He was a You know, so... I'm not one to, but I do like watching Tiger play golf. Um, it's a di different atmosphere. He actually he makes it exciting when he's in. He does. You know? But then uh, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters. Mm -hmm. Big deal. Yeah. To me, um, <laughs> that's all I could do because I was just lying in bed for <clears throat> a couple of days and just watched the Masters nonstop. And I followed, so I got the Paramount Plus, so they would do groups. And obviously, they did Tiger every day. Um but they did Rory and Colin Marikawa on the last day. So yeah. literally, they're following... Well, they were showing those guys a lot anyway. So on this channel, they were... Did you they see their both last hole? Yeah. That's what I, it was fucking incredible. So first of all, Rory ended up minus seven that day. Mm -hmm. So Rory gets his shot. Now, he, he wants to get in the clubhouse at seven under or something like that, I think at the time, which would have been the lead in the clubhouse. To do that, he you know he hits a second shot in the sand. So you sell. He's beating himself up. He wants this last hole like nobody's business. He wanted to birdie that last hole. He chips that shot up, and I mean it was like forty feet away. He chipped to the right and yeah. came down that hill down, yeah. and went in. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I can't believe this. Meanwhile, Morikawa is also in there. Has a straighter shot. <clears throat> Boom! He chips it in from the sand. Yeah, yeah. And those two all day were feeding off each other. Yeah. If that was like a scramble and you took their combined scores. Because the holes where Rory did not birdie, Murakawa did. It was incredible watching these two. Yeah. And I finished, yeah. I think they finished second and fourth total. Yeah, and they were Rory ended up second. They said that his last day he made a swing of like 1.3 million. Did he really? Holy shit. He went, from, he went from like, I don't know, seventh or eighth to second. I was really rooting for him. I love, you know, the American win, Scotty Scheffler. Mm -hmm. But I do like Rory a lot. I do. I've and always liked like, the right guy. Right before uh, Scheffler, he's about to tap it, and I say to Kobe, he just said, this guy's going to like, he's going to pull a Greg Norman and fuck it all up. And he, he missed puts, three fucking puts shots. And he's like, gee, and he's looking at from me. From two feet. Jinxing the dude. I'm like, I was only kidding. He missed three shots <laughs> from two from feet. Like, what, 13 under to tw 10 under. Yeah, in, in three yeah. two-foot shots. And he's Punch. laughing. I'm like, you better, you that, better laugh after you That second one he hit where it went around and, and went like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And then he just comes up, and I'm like, oh, my God, stop yeah. it. Yeah. You know? That was yeah. that was unbelievable. You're probably telling Roy, put the beard on. Oh, that's cool that you were up. watching that, too. Yeah. All right, so let's talk Sixers. Oh, um, God, yeah. <laughs> we have to. Well, we have to because okay. they play again tonight. Okay. I know. Um, so they beat the Raptors the first game. Yeah, they beat it by 20. They beat it pretty good. Yep. I watched the end of that game, yeah. And um, so, again, I say this all the time, pump the brakes. Because yeah. every call went the Sixers' way. Every call They're went the home. Sixers' way. Yeah. They're at home. And there was a point where <clears throat> I think the Raptors got it within five. Yeah. And... Um, then they came down, they hit, hit a three, did this, that, and next thing you know, it was back up to 10. But I kept thinking to myself, if that game's on the road, the Raptors win that game. Yeah. Right? And B didn't even have that great of a game. I think he was the fourth yeah, leading scorer. Maxi just lit it up. He's not going to light it up again. Mm. He had that one game. Yeah. Right? 
I guarantee you, Jimmy, he does not do that again in the series. No, I and if he tries to, you. he's going to kill him. They will shut him down tonight. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, they're, they're well coached. Van Fleet team. got two early fouls. He was guarding him, so they had to mix that up a little bit. That coach is so much better than Doc oh, Rivers. Oh, God, yeah. I still think, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a Sixers fan, but I still think the Raptors win in seven. Why? Because it's going to come down to the final game here at home, mm-hmm. and he's going to pull just like he did Atlanta. They're going to come up small. Yep. It's going to be so much pressure. Their sphincters are going to squeeze up, and they're going to come up so small. So here, here's an idea for the Sixers. When Doc leaves, and he's going to leave and go to the Lakers because he wants to be out there, and you know they'll, they'll have so much talent, they'll, they'll forget about how shitty the coach is. Go hire that nun dude and come to Philly if you're smart. Yeah, you think so? Co- that's what I would try. I'm not saying he would go for it because he's got a good thing at Toronto. He does. He's got a young team. And he's got a team that listens, and they, he's a good coach. I think the Sixers might win again tonight. That Barnes is out, the rookie of the year, or guy who's up for a rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. Um, and he was he, he was annoying the shit out of Embiid. And, and as everybody says, God forbid, don't go up 3-1 because Doc has blown more 3-1 than anybody <laughs> in, in the history of the game. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I blows. Uh, I feel like that interview Doc did after the season was like he's out the door. So I think he is, and I, I think, think that transfers to the team. Yeah. So I'm like the way he talked to the reporters and everything. Well, I was so like, it's like, he's he's an arrogant fucking. You're a lousy coach. You should. He be is. It's not like you're Phil Jackson or Pat Riley who've got all these rings and you might have some cred to talk a little like trash. Right. You suck. <clears throat> You've got one ring because you had three old guys who knew who could coach themselves and they didn't need you. Right. So I think he's out. I, I think they I lose the series out. and he's out. I hope he does but, go to LA and fuck them up. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't stand the guy right now. Yeah. Now please tell me you watched that game yesterday. Which one? The Celtics. Celtics. Celtics I watched Nets. it, yeah. That I, watched, game, I didn't watch it all. Jimmy, that game was incredible. The well, whole I was game. watching it because I heard the crowd going, fuck you, Kyrie. And oh they are God. on him. They now, are. this was like after watching the uh, thing with the Magic, and they are like, the crowd is on you, man. They're, they're, they're part of the game. And then you turn that on, and I'm like, shit, they're still part. Even they're in, they got a new garden. They're still on you. Man. They were on him. They and, are merciless. And As he, you know, because I became one of them. And then he... <laughs> He hits that three, turns to the fans, and right in the front row, gives him the finger. Then he's standing there. It. And then you see the crowd like, oh, look at what he's doing. And then, <laughs> and you see and then, them all, they were all like pointing at us. And then he does the interview where some guy's like, dude, you know, did you do this? Was that a little hot? That's not how he's, he's an intelligent kid, but he's a weird Whoa, kid. dude, I thought he was so great on that interview. Yeah, he was just so mellow. And the guy's just like, hey, do you think that? I'm not, I'm not sure. He's like, I'm competitive. I'm yeah. competitive. They bring out the best of me. I like that. And well, that's how you should be, you know? And I, I totally, I don't like Kyrie, but I thought that <laughs> interview was awesome. He's a smart kid. You know? Yeah, he's he came through gonna, really good. He's a little wacky. He's, he's, he's kind of arrogant, <clears throat> smart, but you're not going to outsmart him. You know, they're like, I'm not being... He played his ass off yesterday. What do you have? 38? How many have in the fourth quarter? Like 16? Yeah, something like that. He's tough. He's very good. God, he's like, and they yeah. were, I mean, they had Smart on him. He's great defender. Smart's defensive. They had Boston's everybody. Boston's best defender is hurt right now, but <coughs> hopefully if they make the second round, they'll, they'll come back. But they're good. That's going to be a great series. That game was so incredible. Oh, that's what everybody's saying. Hopefully you got seven more of these types of games. That, Man. And, and Boston's got, you know, they got Brown. And Tatum, got Tatum and Jalen Brown. My God, yeah, these two were. bring it. I thought, and Smart, I thought, was playing great yeah. yesterday. Well, Smart's good. He's great defensively. And he's yeah. that dude is competitive. Now, you know who came up small? You say it was Durant. 
Well, Durant's tough. If you see, back. I know, but he played shitty yesterday. Yeah. I thought he sucked. And um, if you watch the end of the game, there is. Somebody's got a video of it. It is fucking hilarious. What's he doing? So, you see, he, I guess he's guarding Tatum. But he's standing there at the foul line, just putting his feet back and forth. As the whole play is going on, he never moves. He just keeps skipping his feet and back. Tatum went and right Tatum, Tatum goes right by him and scores. How about, how about a smart <laughs> head fakes? Two guys go by him. He splits them and then makes a nice pass. Oh and I'm God. thinking, geez, if the defender just puts his hand up, he, he smacks that. But then Tatum just right at the buzzer got the layup. What happened to Stevens? Stevens is a GM now because Ainge is out. Ainge went to the Jazz. Okay. So then they brought this guy. I think he's from the Raptors. He was an assistant, I think, from the Raptors. Okay. And he's more of a defensive type of dude. Man, he's doing a great job. Yeah. So the first half of the year, they didn't do too good, probably because they were adjusting to this guy. Yeah. Second half, holy God, they took off. A lot of steam in basketball. Yeah. So they took I saw he's, he's a good coach. I think he came from Toronto. He was an assistant. Yeah, because he did a nice job coaching yeah. yesterday. And the yeah. fact that they were that poised at the end of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I was like, he's making a mistake not calling timeout. Right. And it was just like, boom, boom, Some boom, boom. Some coaches don't do that. Like, yeah, I know. I guess not. Like, Let's play through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a good coach. And Peters was a good coach, you know, but this guy's good. They're a hell of a lot better than Doc. Good. Oh, that hell yeah. Sucks. Hell yeah. But that was such a fun freaking game yeah, to watch. And it was fun to see Kyrie. <laughs> responding. Hey, if they're chanting, fuck you, what are you going to do? You're either going to crumble or step up. And he stood, he stood, stepped up. He, he owned it. <clears throat> he just... He is a good ball player. Oh, my God. I mean, God. you see that one where he, he was, like, covered by two dudes in a corner and a three, and he drained it. That's when he yeah. hit the finger. Yeah. I mean, that was a hell of a shot. Like, I'm thinking, pass it. Pass it. And then he jumped, and he hit it. I was like, damn. Oh, my God. That's some he of those shots. He was like, holy shit. And he wasn't even touching anything. That thing was going right through the net. Yeah. He is a good ball player. I think he only missed <coughs> two shots in the second yeah, half. He was something. <coughs> he was fucking incredible. But that's what man. you do. If they're going to chant shit on you, either step up or you're going to crumble. Uh, so I think we're one week away from the Eagles draft. Yeah, when is that? It's a week it's gotta from be. Thursday? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so we'll probably have already done episode 100 before okay. the draft. Okay. Uh, I figure we somehow we can work something out for Sunday for episode okay. 100, hopefully. Okay. Um, I'll have to put some shit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's it's been weird, you know, like going through this whole shit. It's like uh, I got real bad brain fog. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, you know, I've had a lot of concussions in my life, but that's what it's like. Oh, okay. You know so what I mean? Like, like in a fog. Yeah, at times I just space out and okay. like I should be in a concussion protocol instead of in COVID protocol. But anyway, the Eagles signed that speedy receiver. Oh, the be- Olympic hurdler. Okay. Before you left, the guy was a decent football player at Oregon. Right. When was the last time we played? Four or five years ago. Ten <clears> two <throat> speed for the hundred. Okay. I mean. Okay. And he can catch a football. We just needed somebody to stretch the field. I'm not saying anything, okay. but it's a it's a good find. Okay. Remember, people laughed in the seventh round when we picked that freaking Melada. <laughs> I didn't laugh because I saw him playing. You know, I'm like, look at this guy. He but you were like, where are, you, where are they going to put him? Why not just sign him? Why did they draft right, him? Right, right. You so, never know. <clears throat> you know, I you know. <clears throat> but when I see an Olympic dude like that, I think of Ronaldo Nehemiah. Yeah. Skates. I remember that Sports Illustrated where he's hurdling, he went to the Niners, and he didn't do a goddamn thing. No, he didn't. <laughs> but we'll see. And this dude's tiny, though. I don't like that. He's, he's not that big. 
Um, okay. I want us to get a bigger receiver. Yeah. Because we don't have anything. There's, I mean, Smith was tiny. And there's skinny. tons of guys out They can get guys in the second and third round who are decent receivers from a smaller school yes. who can play ball. Yeah, and I had the feeling they're gonna. I mean, they got that. I mean, they they had the, last week they had the kid from Alabama in who mm-hmm. tore up his knee in the championship game. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they fall to the second round. You never know. They have. Oh, uh, that kid's gonna go in the first round. Think so? There's talk that the Chiefs are gonna go for him. Okay. Well, they gotta replace that other guy. <clears throat> yeah. Hill, who they lost. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to see the Eagles grab another receiver for the fifth straight season. Yeah, that's kind of like Matt Millen in Detroit. Yeah, please don't do that. You know what I mean? Get me. Just get me some defensive guys. Give me a middle guys. linebacker. Give me a give me a linebacker. Give me a strong safety. Yeah, there's some nice like safeties that, out there. Oh yeah. So we'll see what they do. <clears throat> I don't have great high hopes. No, um, Howie's in charge. No. It's okay though. I mean, and then the whole thing with this Kyler Murray and I, I know people in Philly are so it's just talk, right? People like to talk. Everybody. It's like I don't want fucking Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? I want to see the kid we got improve this year. Right. That's it. Right. If he doesn't, then we go get a quarterback. I don't want Kyler Murray. And, and the guys Kyler Murray's a fucking head case. First round guys, I've seen them play. They're not fat. For the kid from Pitt is not a first round quarterback. No, hell's he is no. Not. No. And then the other kid, where's he from? I saw him. Liberty. Play. Yeah, yeah. He is not a first round. quarterback. Malik. They're saying the Whatever. Steelers are going to grab him. He is not a first round guy. No. So don't waste it on him. No, hell no. I mean, you look at what. You know, the Niners moved up to get that kid last year, and he couldn't even beat out Garoppolo. Right. Uh, the Packers did it a couple of years ago. And offended, which is goofy. Rodgers. Yeah, he's goofy as shit. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Eagles. Uh, and then USFL started this weekend. How did, how did the Stars do? They lost. But um, I watched the game. When was it? Yesterday? It was. It was on the USA Network. It was weird. It was like <clears throat> they were supposed to start at 4 o'clock. I tune in, and there's... Uh, L.A. Law or L.A. whatever, one of those freaking shows are on. I'm like, what the shit is this? So then I went to Twitter and it said the game was delayed an hour. I'm like, if was if it, you're a rainstorm or something? something thunderstorm there, and I'm like, if you're the USFL and you're putting even on the TV guide it said USFL Philadelphia Stars versus mm-hmm. New Orleans Breakers, and I'm like, how can you not have up on the screen saying game is in delay? Right. Instead, they've just got this TV program on, and everybody, you're you're trying to start off a new league, and you screw up that bad that you don't even have on there. Game is in a rain delay or whatever. Yeah. We'll be on soon. It, oh my God, what a mess! So the yeah. game started at five o'clock. I watched three games over the weekend, and I will tell you that that was the best game. Oh, the Stars. The Stars game was the best game. It was the only game where offense, the Stars offense, looked the best out of everybody. They lost because. They threw an intercept, pick six, right? The kid threw a pick six, and then they went for it twice down at the goal line, didn't score. But their offense is really good. Who's your quarterback? This kid, Stott or something. He was out of some Occidental college, <laughs> some small school. I think okay. he was up in the Canadian Football League or something. Okay. Um, he's decent. But the offense that they run is very similar to, like, an old West Coast offense. A lot of crossing patterns. Mm-hmm. A lot of timing patterns. They had this small little receiver, number 12, this Roland or something like that. This kid's catching everything. Nice. He looked like, you know, like one of those receivers the Patriots have. You know, like, Julian Edelman. Yeah, like that. You know, he's just, this kid was just gutsy as hell. And uh, he made an unbelievable catch over at the sidelines. They ended up not scoring on that drive. But, 
got it inside the 10-yard line. He must have been like 10 feet in the air, this little fucking wow. kid. Yeah, and he came down on his elbow. Nice. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was like they were a, a fun offensive team to watch. Okay. They were down 17 nothing in the first half or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They came back. Um, they ended up losing 23-17, but it was an entertaining game. I thought that watching the games I watched on the weekend, it was not good football. It was sloppy as hell. Yeah. And uh, it was not, I was not entertained at all. Who's the uh, Stars coach? I have no idea who this guy is. Okay. And, uh, God, I don't even know what the guy's name was. Um, he's another guy that came from like Canadian football okay. or something. Okay. Yeah. He used to throw the ball all the time anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <clears throat> but he, I mean, they lost, but, and, and the whole thing is with them playing in Birmingham this year, it's kind of a get people interested year. Because all eight teams are playing all the whole season yeah, in Birmingham. Yeah, I, I that, yeah. And, uh, you know, yesterday I realized it was Easter Sunday. Literally during the game, there was 30 people in the stands. <laughs> it was the, oh, that's it awful. Was, it was worse than a high school game oh. stands. I was mean, it worse than the Marlins Phillies? Because there was nobody in those stands either. Oh, uh, there was 10 times as many of oh, that game God, than there was the USFL. Game. It was so <laughs> bad. Scattered people. And they're playing it. Oh, wow. UAB Stadium. So, yeah, USFL. Um, okay. I think whoever's running that league, major failure on weekend one. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, you know, I'm I'm going to watch the stars, right? It's the same yeah. thing. And but my Yeah, we were God. looking for it. We couldn't f- figure it out. And then we're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I like the XFL, even though it only went one year and then COVID <laughs> killed that. Um, but, yeah, I just, uh, I'm going to have to give that a thumbs down for the weekend at okay. USFL. I'll tune in again. I'll give it one more chance. Yeah, now and... I'm interested in seeing a Stars play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought they had a good offense, though. Very West okay. Coast. like okay. I, Very organized. I thought they had all the other teams that were just like five yards cloud of dust kind of thing. You know, and then interception, overthrow, horrible quarterbacking. Oh, that kid at, uh, was Paxton Lynch, right? Remember he got drafted? He was like by the Broncos. Me- uh, Memphis, wasn't he? Paxton Lynch. Yes, Memphis. he was Memphis. Well, anyway, he got drafted by the Broncos. Yeah. He was so horrible yesterday. Wow. He was horrible. Well, maybe somebody will pick up, uh, what's his name, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Yeah, right? I don't know. I think Baker's better than anything I saw yesterday. But the uh, one quarterback for, I think, the Michigan Panthers, Shea Patterson. Oh, Shea Patterson from uh, Michigan. Yeah, he plays for the Michigan Panthers. Oh, okay. He looked okay yesterday. Okay. He's, a, he's a scrappy dude. Yeah, he was scrapping college. Yeah. So, all right, we got who wins. Okay. I got four categories this week. All right. First category is football. <clears throat> all right. Um, went with an old school, a couple of old school guys. Oh, I like those. I don't think these two ever faced off against right. each other. Right. The first one with the goggles, Chuck Muncie. Chuck Muncie. <laughs> all right. And this is the football, so it's the Oklahoma drill against Seth Joyner. Oh, I got to go with Seth. <laughs> I knew. As soon as I wrote that down, I'm like, who the hell would beat Seth in Jimmy's Seth mind? Christ almighty. He's, he's a, I think he'd win now. <laughs> he's a beast, man. Oh, and, and in that drill, because he's big and fast and strong, and Chuck Muncie was more of a West Coast dude. He ain't going to run Seth over. Nah. Uh, second one is Roger Craig mm-hmm. versus linebacker Lance Briggs. Played for the Bears. Lance Briggs, yeah. Oh, boy. And I don't think they were at the same time. No, they were Briggs was later. 
Yeah, Roger. Uh, Roger Craig actually played in the mid '80s for Nebraska. Yep. I'll take Roger Craig. Roger Craig, that's a good one. Yeah. He had the man. He was tough to bring down. Yeah. You he know. Actually, I think he he blocked for Mike Rogier. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know they were on that same team. Yeah, he was like, you know how they played the wishbone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, because I saw a replay of when they played Penn State, and they barely mentioned his name. They're like, okay, Craig for two. I'm like, Roger Craig? Was that, which year was that when they played Penn State? Like 82. Okay. Yeah. Cause so he might have been like a sophomore. The year after Penn State wins the national championship. Oh, then they, they played Nebraska and get smoked. 50-something to nothing. At the Meadowlands. Yeah. Yeah, the kickoff class. The last... Televised event for Channel 48. Channel 48. Do you remember Channel 48? Yeah. It's the show the Brady Bunch reruns on Channel Yeah, I remember That was Channel literally 48. the last televised show that was ever Get on Channel 48. Yeah, it went before it went off the air Channel for good. Channel 48. Yep. Oh, my God. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Throw that, that way backer. Long before a cable. That's for sure. 17, 29, and 48. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, 57 came along way okay. years later, but... Oh, yeah, 17, yeah. 29, 48. That was yeah. it. Yeah, you know, 3, 6, 10, and 12. Yep. 12 was PBS. That was it, man. That's all we had. Yeah. I know there's a lot more now, but. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one. <clears throat> this is a good one. Uh, Otis Anderson, who was a OG big Anderson. boy. Yeah, he was. Uh, versus Jonathan Vilma out of the Ooh. U. They're both out of the U. Oh, Otis Anderson was the yeah, U. Yeah, he was the U. They're both from the U. Uh, get out of here. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, OJ Anderson was from the U. Um, OJ, OJ, he was OJ when he was with the Cardinals. He was. Oh, God, he played so great in Super Bowl 25. Yeah, he beat the Bills, man. Yep. And uh, Vilma was really good for the Saints. I'll go with Vilma. I'd go with Vilma, too. Vilma was a beast, man. Yeah, he was quick and fast. God, he well. was, I loved him as a linebacker. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> great, great player. Uh, all right, we're on to basketball. Okay. One on one. All right. Two shooters to start you off. Nice. Actually, I got all three of these matchups are shooters. All right. All right. The first one played for the Sixers for a little bit. Okay. He's trying to fix Ben Simmons right now. Kyle Korver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First, Dale Ellis. I'll take Dale Ellis. Dale Ellis, yeah. Dale Ellis, uh, Dale Ellis could D up. Yeah. So he would D up Korver. Yeah. Dale Ellis was decent for the Sonics. Korver, man, had such a good release, though. He did. He did. Yeah. All right, next up is Mark Price Ooh. versus uh, Craig Hodges. Craig, sit on the end of the bench, Hodges, who would only win a three-point pass. <laughs> I will take uh, Mark Price because Mark Price... He was uh, scrappy defender, man. He was man. scrappy, and <coughs> he was tough. I'll take Mark Price. All right. Who, um, by the way, was number 25, Dave. That's number 25. Jesus. All right, this guy... In his prime, he's still playing. Um, he got hurt. Okay. But he came. He's come back this year. But I think he's in his prime. He's a beast. Who, Vince Carter? No, he's no. announcing now. Clay Thompson. Clay, yeah, he, Clay was good. Versus Reggie Miller. Oh fuck! <laughs> when Reggie got hot, man, he could hit it from the third oh, fucking God, row. Yeah. Of the I'll take Reggie Miller. That's a tough one, man. It's Reggie a good matchup. Miller, though. When Reggie Miller used to play the Celtics, it's like, oh Christ. I hope he's not hot and cruel. Got here. Him and Chuck Pearson, man, those two. Did he go? To a, he went to a final somewhere in there, didn't he? Yeah, he went to the finals one time when no Bird was it, was Bird coaching. No, yeah, he did, but they lost. They did lose. Yeah, he never won a championship. No. But it's like you look at like Reggie Chuck, um, two guys that I thought. 
probably top 50 basketball players yeah. in the NBA ever. Uh, he, you talk about a fast release. How about that oh, time yeah. he gets to Knicks where he scored like nine points in eight seconds? Yeah. And then he's like talking shit that Spike, which is, that, that'll that give me the win right there. Yeah, yeah. Shit on that fucker. Yep. All right. Uh, and that's it for basketball. So I went with a little baseball here. We got right. three of them. Home right. run hitting contest. Huh? Oh, home run hitting contest. This guy against that guy? Okay. Yeah. First one up, a local guy, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Schmidt. All right. Um, Michael Jack Schmidt. Michael Jack. 580 home runs. I don't know what he is. 546, I believe. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. First, Harmon Killebrew. Well, Killebrew is nothing but home runs. Whew, that's a good one because. Harmon uh, Killebrew had the biggest fucking bat. Do you remember how big his bat was? Only, uh. No. Only uh, the catcher for the Pirates had a bigger bat than Harmon Killebrew. Who, uh, fucking Manny Sangan? <laughs> he used to carry a big oh, stick. Fucking Manny Sangan. Well, Harmon Killebrew had a home run swing. Stargill. Stargill had a big one. There was, uh, uh, Ruth had a big one. Yeah. Willie Mays had a big bat. Um, but she, Killebrew had a big bat. Though. Killebrew was, he had a home run swing. I'd have to say in a home run hitting contest, I'd take Killebrew. Because Schmitty hit, would, he would hit in the gaps. He wasn't just a home run hit. Uh, Schmidt was like um, Hank Aaron in the way his home runs were not way, way out. Yeah. They were they were Brew had drives. a home run swing. He did. So in a home run hitting contest, I think he would win. Who's the guy that every year Schmidt would go up against for the home run contest? Kingman? Uh, Kingman, Dave yeah. Kingman. King Kong. Now that dude you hit. Now fucking. King Kong would either strike the fuck out yes. or hit a home run. Yeah. And the, the shame about him was he ended up with like 454 homers and he was still going strong and then something happened with a contract. If he played another year or two, he would have got the 500. Yeah. But yeah, he was a fucking head case, that he, fucker. Those two would always go head to head. Kingman, yeah. And well, he was then, on, I think he was on the Cubs at the time that the, the, him and the Phillies and Schmidt had like four homers uh, and he had two or three. It was an April game. Yeah. 21 to 19 or some crazy yeah, shit. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we were in junior high then. Yes, we were. Yeah, because I... Uh, I remember I, we were playing a game and people were telling us to score. Like, Phil's are up like 17 to 5. Yep. It's 17 to 14. What? Yep. And it's like, holy Yeah, it was like shit. 8. Uh, I think <clears throat> it was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, the, of course, the wind was blowing out that day. Yeah. The Phillies won that game. Yep. Um... I've watched that game many times. They've replayed it the one time, and I've, yeah. I've copied it on VHS. Nice. Yeah, I had that game. It was, like, unbelievable to watch. But anyway, um, <clears throat> next one, uh, Thurman Munson oh, okay. versus Mike Piazza, two catchers. Uh, I don't remember Munson being that much of a home run hitter. I'll go with Piazza because he had that swing where he was trying to launch. He was trying to launch. Whereas yeah. uh, Munson would try to go the opposite way. He was more of a hitter. Than a home run hitter. Right. Now, if I'd say overall catcher, uh, defensively, I'd say Munton. But uh, home run hitting, I'd say Piazza. Sorry, Jay. I picked against your boy. It's <laughs> all right. Piazza's a better lander of a plane. Oh. <laughs> wow. Thurman. And that comes from a Philly fan. Not even a Red Sox guy would go that well. Damn! I, you know, I had respect for Thurman Munson. He was a good ball player. <laughs> All right. Next up. Number 15, by the way. It was probably one of the greatest home run hitters I ever saw. Jim Tomey. Tomey had <clears> a <throat> home run swing. 
versus Mr. October, Reggie Jackson. Ooh. <clears throat> Both of them had a home run swing. They did, but Jim told me, fucking hit bombs. I mean, again, if you're going in a home run contest, yeah, I'd probably go with Tommy because I could see him getting to Reggie could too. I'd go with Tommy just by a nose. Can't go with the Cheltenham guy. Ha! That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. <clears throat> Boxing. All right. I had some fun with the, this matchup. Uh, the first one, let's see if you even know who this these okay. two guys are. I know them both. Um, uh-huh. You'll probably know the first one. You might not know the second one. Okay. First one is Jersey Joe Walcott. Yes, I know Jersey Joe Walcott. All right. Is that who Rocky Marciano beat to win the championship? All right. I knew you'd know him. Okay. Now, do you know who Deontay Wilder is? He's a, a, a lately guy. He was yes. fight Fury. He fought Fury three times. Oh, yes. Uh, he's, 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 he's beast. Chisel. Yeah. And he's a kind of a historian of boxing. Um... Oh, man, Jersey Joe uh, Wilcott was really good. I'm going to go with Wilder because he's so freaking big. Yeah, Wilder is big. Yeah, And he's a good fighter. And the thing is, he's hit Fury with everything. He's knocked Fury down a couple of times. Yeah, I may go with him. Uh, He's he's really good. All right. Next up, I got Morty's favorite on here. Okay. Ernie Shavers. Ernie Shavers. How about John Magumbo, who used to fight out of jail? (laughs) Why isn't he on this list, Morty? Versus Max Shavers. Melling. Ha! Fucking Max Schmeling. I ain't going with no fucking Nazi. I'm going with Ernie Shave. <laughs> it's hilarious. Ernie Shave. Did, did I ever tell you a story about <coughs> auditioning for the original Rocky? No. Did I ever tell you that story? I, I heard uh, Sylvester Stallone. So they were, all right, who's going to be his p- opponent? So they're like, all right, so let's start off with some real boxers. So first they bring in... Joe Frazier. <clears throat> they're like, okay, it's in Philly. We've got to have Joe Frazier, right? So they're like, all right, Joe, we're going to do a little boxing. Frazier just takes off. He's in a suit, takes off his shirt. Come on, let's go. And he's like barefisted. And he said he wants to fuck up so long. So long. I was like, I can't have this guy. He's going to beat my ass right now. Right. Then they bring in Arian Shaver. So he's taping up his hands. Then he gets done taping up his hands. And he starts putting on tinfoil over the hands. They're like, they're like, what's the tinfoil for? He goes, that makes it really hurt. And he goes, shit, we can't have that guy. Oh, my God. So then they settle on Carl Weathers, who was an ex-football player who was a great athlete. And Joe Frazier ends up in the movie. And he ends up in it. But Shavers is like putting it in for you. He goes, what's that for you? He goes, oh, this makes it really hurt. And he goes, oh, shit, can't have this guy. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> oh, last one. All right. Telefilo Stevenson. Oh. Oh, the Cuban uh, Olympian. Okay. Yes. Three, or four, three or four gold medals. Now, yeah, Ali would have yeah. fucking Ali killed beat him. beat his ass. Ali wanted to fight him so bad. Versus uh, current guy in the war, Vladimir Kitsch- Klitschko. Klitschko. Ooh. Can't even say his name. I'll take the Cuban guy. Telefield Steve. Because he was around for so long now. If he had fought Ali, Ali would have tortured his ass and beat Dude, his fucking ass. Dude, fucking fights three round fights. I know, but Ali went to fight him so bad. He goes, nah, send me down to Cuba. I'll fuck that dude up. Because he kept winning all the Olympic golds, and yeah. he was obviously a professional. Right. So all but the he, American three professionals round wanted him. They're yeah. like, send me down there. I'll fight yeah. his ass. Yeah, so I thought I'd throw him in there because he... Uh... He was a great Olympian, but uh, what's his name? Uh, those Russian dudes aren't that great. Who the fuck are they fighting? Put them in the 70s against They're Shavers actually, and them dudes. Ukrainian. Don't call them Russian. Oh, or Ukrainian. Excuse me. Put them against the guys in the 70s. They ended up beat his... George uh, Foreman yeah, would have beat I, his I ass. agree. I agree. I'm surprised he took Stevenson, though. All right. Uh, IQ question for the week. Oh, God. 
here we go. How many kids are on a bus today? <laughs> None. Here you go. I'm driving a bus. All right, if you had only one match and entered a dark room containing an oil lamp, a newspaper, and some kindling wood, which would you light first? The newspaper. Why? Because then you could light everything else. <laughs> the answer is the match. you got to light the match first. Oh, well, okay, you're right. <laughs> I love doing these with you. Okay. But that was good, though. I like your, your theory yeah, on that. I didn't do that. Well, why couldn't no. you take the oil lamp and light the newspaper? And... That's true. But you got to light the match first. got to light the match first. Okay, all right, you got yeah, me yeah. on that one. Who's the two? Who's the two masked men freaking waiting for you at home? It's freaking Marshall like, Rhodes and some other dude from Crestman who robbed me. <laughs> no, it's the pitcher and the it's the catcher and him. <laughs> I gotta turn this back on. I I found something really funny because when you're bored out of your mind and you're watching fucking everything under the sun, <coughs> I'm literally watching. Sue's like, she hears me in there laughing. I'm watching Sopranos and oh yeah, and she was like. Come you're in. like, yeah, she's like coming all covered up, yeah, like, hey, what's, what's so funny in here? You know, she's all covered up and shit. I've got cool laughter. Yeah. So anyway, this is one of my favorite scenes ever in uh, Sopranos, and I, I had to, I had to play this for you. How old is she now? She's sixty-nine. I really went downhill after the World Trade Center. You know. Quasimodo predicted all this. Quasimodo. Who did what? Who all did these what? problems, the Middle East, the end of the world. Nostradamus. Quasimodo is the hunchback of Notre Dame. All right. All right. Nostradamus. 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 It's two different things complete. <laughs> Who's he talking to, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby Bacula. Interesting, Bobby, be so similar, isn't it? I always thought, okay. Punchback in Notre Dame. You also got your quarterback and your headback in Notre Dame. What's a fucking cathedral? Obviously, I know. I'm just saying. It's interesting, the coincidence. What? You're going to tell me you never pondered that? The back thing with Notre Dame? No. Back thing. Quarterback, headback. <laughs> That's fucking classic. Nostradamus, not fucking Quasimodo. He's the hunchback. Well, hey, isn't that? That is funny. Oh, my God. I love that show, man. Oh, that is funny. <clears throat> It's funny because I'm watching the one episode and it's like um, they're going back and forth with AJ and they want to put him in the military school. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what's her name? Uh, her boyfriend gets killed. Um, oh, uh, uh, Meadow. Yeah, what's his name? He was Jackie April's kid. Uh, Jackie April's yeah, they killed son. Him. They did. Little young Jackie. Jackie killed him. Yeah, they young Jackie. Pussy and uh, Tony. Yeah. Right. And, um, but it's like the back and forth between the kid and the parents. And I'm like, this is so us. You know what I mean? It's like, this is like, this is what it is like raising a teenager, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, very well done on The Sopranos. But you deal with that. Not yeah, except for that. They would have these conversations. Like, the, the best conversations were with fucking Paulie and Christopher. Those two knuckleheads would talk about shit. It was funny. Oh, my God. The time that the, and the oh, pine barracks. Oh, when they're out there, when he, they're looking for the uh, Russian. Oh, yeah. Fuck this guy! Fuck him! He's gotta be dead. <laughs> That's such a funny goddamn scene when he's trying to describe him. Yeah. I hit him. I know I hit him in the head. He's gotta be fucking dead. <laughs> he's one of these guys. He's co co commando guys. No, no, he's dead. He's gotta be. It's fucking freezing out here. That is a fucking classic scene. 
All right, uh, would you rather? All right. All right, James, would you rather accept help or just take care of things on your own? Take care of things on my own. It's funny, I, I would answer, um, I don't know, actually. I thought about it. At first I said I would do I it. I probably on. should accept help, but right. Um, something I need to work on. Yeah, I mean, it's like <clears throat> taking care of it on your own or accept help. Oh, man, I keep thinking about it because I would like help, right? There's different things you want to get done and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, except help if somebody was offering it, right? You know? Yeah, if somebody said, hey, I can help. Like, you I still got these lights I want to hang up out back. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I was going to do it, but I need help. You know? Mm-hmm. Can't, you know? So, but I'm like, um, but then again, it's like, I don't, I always think about taking care of it on my own. It's like, then you don't, I don't feel like I owe somebody something. You know what I mean? It's like, I'd rather. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I that's why I take care of I it. Did it. Yeah. yeah, I did it myself and whatever. Alright, would you rather be able to speed read okay. or speak at an incredible speed? Speed read. Me too. Because and if you talk too fast, no one can no understand it. Yeah. And if I can speed read and fully comprehend, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, speed read and then you'd be able to tell everybody, hey, this is a great book. This right. Is what happened. Exactly. <clears throat> All right, and the last one here is from Morty himself. Oh, Morty. And I'm thinking that the reason why Morty sent this would you rather is because he went through this dilemma himself. Oh, boy, what did he do? <laughs> what, what two girls is he, he pondering now? Here you go. Would you rather sit next to a hot chick on a four-and-a-half-hour flight okay. or take the upgrade to first class? Brought to you by Morty, Morty. himself. Morty. Can you see? You know this transpired yeah, for real. Man. Dave. <laughs> what, what did Dave do? I don't know. I said, uh, All right. So hold on. So a hot chick. Or I'll take four, sit next to a hot chick because for four and maybe, and a half maybe something happens. I'll take sit next to a hot chick. <laughs> because what if you go to first class and it's big, some fat guy up there? It's first class. Oh, I'm getting a meal. Him. I got leg room. But no. what if you end up getting a number of banging the hell out of this hot chick? Wouldn't have, first of all, I'm married, but <laughs> I'll take the upgrade. <laughs> Morty sat next to the hot chick. You, Dave, you sat next to the hot chick. I know you did. I, he didn't get. He didn't give me enough information because I think he, he still got a chance of that happening up in first class or the hot chick that's well, back there. Coach tra- being he flies a lot. He flies a lot, so he probably has either thought of this or it happened to him. I think it happened to him. That <laughs> chick would probably be I'm impressed. Guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing he, first of all, he probably said, I'll go to first class, can I bring her? It's my <laughs> wife, and you lied? Or he's still with the hot chick. Good stuff. <coughs> so How does it happen? <laughs> so, all right, I got a Florida man this week. All right. Is and it when these guys want on their trip? What did they get <coughs> on their trip, by the way? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. So, Florida man arrested after baby alligator guns and drugs found inside his truck. What's Florida his man, is his name back baby alligator? No, a Florida man was arrested Friday after police found guns, drugs, and a live baby alligator oh, inside his truck. Okay. Yeah, WFLA. Michael Marola, 31, was stopped around 12:30 a.m. in his black GMC Sierra pickup truck. The Collier County Sheriff's Office has had deputies identify Marola based on previous law enforcement encounters as having a suspended license. Authorities searched the vehicle where they found. A gun inside the glove compartment and another one hidden under the front passenger seat. 
The live baby alligator was then discovered inside an open plastic tub in the bed of the pickup truck. Hmm. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission's website states that a valid alligator trapping license is required in order for someone to illegally own live American alligators from the wild. Deputies found syringes inside Marola's jacket, which later tested posi- positive for methamphetamine, which, by the way, is mugshot. Definitely looks like he's on methamphetamine. Oh, yeah, he's not water white. <laughs> Marola was charged with two counts of carrying a concealed firearm, possession of a controlled substance, amphetamine, and possession of, a, of narcotic equipment. Were also contacted to the address the presence of the alligator. Marola was released on bond Saturday. He is expected to return to court on May 2nd. Florida man for the week. It's been a while. All right, we are to our Mount Rushmore. All right, what do we got? I don't know. I got a couple written here. <clears throat> All right. Um, we just passed Easter holiday, so the Mount Rushmore holidays we could do. We could do the Mount Rushmore breakfast meals. Breakfast meals. I love breakfast. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I could just go on and on about breakfast. I love breakfast that much. Well, which one do you want to do? Uh, you tell me. Why don't we do the Mount Rushmore holidays? Mount Rushmore holidays. All okay. right, go ahead. <clears throat> well, my favorite is Christmas. Is it? Yeah. All right. I like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. That's my first. And Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Because it kicks off the summer. Oh, that's a good reason, too. Labor Day is depressing because it ends the summer season. Right. And Fourth of July but it's is right football. You got football in there. No, you got football. Fourth of July is my number one. Fourth of July is, is fun because it's the middle of the summer. It's, it's the heat of the summer. It's great. Number two for me would be Thanksgiving because of everything, you know, um, you know, you think back in the day, Thanksgiving and coming home and going out, all the friends and all that kind of stuff. To me, Thanksgiving is friends. I can't so much say family anymore because I don't have a family, but um, it's friends, you know what I mean? And the whole togetherness. Um, So I'd go first, second. Uh, I guess I'd put Christmas up there. Mm -hmm. Um, I always liked Christmas. I mean, even, you know, the traditions of going to your house on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve was Mm -hmm. just great through the years, you know. That was one of my favorite things about Christmas. Yeah, Uh, mine too. It has nothing to do with Christmas. It has nothing to do with gifts. It's about friends and family. It's all about friends and family coming together. And Christmas Eve is more my favorite part of it than Christmas. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yep. Um, You know, and having a kid, Christmas morning was always fun when he was little. Although I still hate the giant fucking lie. Um, I still think that is the stupidest fucking thing we do. Um, as parents, <laughs> uh, I, I just really do. I just, I mean, I get it's a whole magical thing and everything, but it's, you're, you're pulling off a lie. And I mean, it was so much so that I only had one kid and I always used to worry on Christmas Eve, like, all right, what if somebody literally does come in and steal the, the gifts? And then the kid thinks I was bad and I got nothing, right? <laughs> what the fuck, right? Um, <clears throat> And then I, I love the fact you brought Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, that's a great one because it is the kickoff. And I always have kickoff. so much fun on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. I have forever. Yeah. I mean, when I used to have shore houses, we would always look forward to Memorial Day. It's like, oh, one more week, two more weeks, and one more. Here we go. Here we go. What are we going to do? How, what time are you getting down? Are you taking that Friday? Oh, here we go. Let's get down there. When can we get in our house? All right, we're going to do it. Who's got the keys? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And that was... 
And then you go to the bars and everybody's jacked up because here we go. <laughs> and you'd go to the OD and be like, oh man, this is fucking heaven. Man. Yeah. I just, everything about that Memorial Day weekend, you know, like cruising across that bridge and, you know, getting your shore home. Uh, and literally, that's where I met Susie. Yeah. In the same shore home. Yeah. Um, just such a blast. Yeah. Just Memorial Day. Yeah. And now, even now, you know, it's like, uh, as cold as whatever, even if you get a cold Memorial Day, it's going to the pool and hanging out under that tree where we yeah. drink. Yeah. You're going to have to do that this year with us. Yeah, I'll do it, definitely. It's a, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. So. But it is. It's like the kickoff of, you know, the unofficial kickoff of summer season. <clears throat> yeah. And even if you're just going to the pool, hey, the pool's now open. And yep. summer is just a blast. It is a blast. It's a favorite <clears throat> time of the year. So that's why two of my favorites are in that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, mine too. Yeah. And Thanksgiving, you know, Thanksgiving has to be in there just because the party, you know, getting back, yeah, all that thing, yeah. and football. It's football it's such football a big season, thing. It's Thanksgiving, yeah, I remember all the days. It's not too cold. Thanksgiving, turkey bowls and all yep. that stuff. It's football, and it's a holiday. Yep, yep. It's all that stuff. And like you said, coming home from college the night before was, we'd make a beeline to either Bucket or the Colonial, uh, all those places you'd go. Club Boucher. Club Buckets. Boucher. So I guess they, what did they say? Did they really go to Buckets? I guess after, I don't know. I guess so. I, was actually, I didn't know that, that they uh, were having that service for hair. I couldn't I, go I it no anyway. Idea. I had no idea about it either until I saw those sexes. And then a funny thing is uh, we're down ashore this weekend and Coach, uh, you know, he does his uh, Good Friday golf and he was yeah. able to golf. I thought I was good at golf, but. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up golfing. Yeah. Somebody else ends up golfing. And he was trying to tell me some of the other foursomes. He goes, hey, there was a guy who was a, used to be a bartender, and I knew some of the bartenders. And he came up with the first name, and I'm texting Haran. He goes, yeah, some Je guy named Jerry something, Jerry something. Then, you no know, way. Coleridge is like the worst to describe. Him and Dougie, you could do it. If you ever want to commit a crime, do it in front of those guys. They're the worst to describe. Jerry was a good golfer. So he was saying, Jerry. Good athlete. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. He's a blonde-haired guy, great athlete. Jerry, and he's got a real Irish name. And I'm like, O'Connor, something, yeah. this. And then so I'm texting uh, Haran, like, because I knew he'd know. And then somebody else said, Jerry Nelson. I said, well, that's not a real Irish yeah. name. He goes, that's who I meant. And then next thing, Haran's like, yeah, Jerry Nelson, that's right. I think I owe him money or something like that. <laughs> or whatever Haran said. I'm sure a lot of them owe and, money. And I'm, te I'm texting Haran, and I'm down there. We're at the Anglesey, <laughs> which is one of my favorite bars in the world. And we're, we're there with a bunch of McDevitt dudes, because Cobridge is there. It's like the clauses who all went to McDevitt. Oh, I used to... DJ their party. Yes, yes, Did yes. It's Buddy who, who runs it. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, Jimmy, who are you texting? I said, oh, Jack Horan. And the first thing out of his mouth, that big-headed fucker, what's he up to? <laughs> so I tell like, Jack, I'm with the Horan. Colossus on the first thing out of you. He goes, I know, I can't shake it. That's funny. That big-headed fucker, what's he up to? I can't shake it. That's <laughs> the first words out of his mouth. I'm like, he's doing good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we got to get Jack together next week with us and, uh, you know. For episode 100, it's going to have to be Sunday. That's Saturday, they got the yeah, prom yeah, and everything. Yeah, i got to work that Saturday anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and uh, see what we can... If we can't get something big together, then we put it off. That's week, fine. We can do it the know? next week. So. But we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's going to be decent weather. Cool. But yeah, man, we were able to pull this off. I, I mean, I, I am feeling a lot better. Good, good, good. I mean, you know, I was in rough fucking shape. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So, episode 99. 99. My yeah. God. It took us a week, two weeks to get it done. We got it. I think people will be happy because I got a lot of text. Really? Where is it? Where is it? Where's the episode? Oh, God. What's going on? Here we go. 
They're like, you must be in bad shape. Yeah. I'll tell you, I got a really nice email today from Al. Uh, just checking in. What's up? You know, how you doing? And I thought that was really nice. You know? yeah. Well, anyway. All right, episode 99 in the books. Riding shotgun with Norman Jim.